This is an urgent appeal from the Disasters Emergency Committee. Hundreds of thousands of people have fled their homes to escape conflict in Ukraine, leaving jobs, belongings and loved ones behind. They need shelter, food and water. You can help. To donate online, search DEC or text RADIO to 70150 to give £10. Thank you. Streaming 24-7, this is Brum Radio. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. You're listening to Interval Theatre on Brum Radio. I'm Eleanor Lawson and I'm here at the Birmingham Rep today with Jodie McNee, who is in Faustus, that damned woman, from the 26th of Feb to the 7th of March. Jodie, hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Really good, really happy to be here. So for people who don't know, including my co-host Dave, who has never seen Faustus before, can you tell us a bit about the plot of Faustus and how this adaptation is different? So um, Faustus um, gives his soul up to the devil to gain knowledge and power, and that is the original myth. He then becomes enlightened and goes off to kind of have experiences that he wouldn't ever be able to have, like falls in love with like Helen of Troy and, and lots of other things happen. Um, but he, in this version, it's from a woman's perspective, completely, totally not a woman playing Faustus, the original. It's rewritten for a woman's experience so rather than um a man who's on the kind of top of society who has um lots of opportunity but wants more this is a woman who has no opportunity and no way out of a situation who is dealing with a massive injustice that happened to her mother 20 years previous who was hung for witchcraft so then we go off on this journey with her on a need to understand why her mum was her mum in line with the devil was her mum is her mum kind of evil or was that an injustice that happened to her and then from then on she kind of explores her brain I suppose her need for greatness her need for knowledge but yeah so it's very very different (laughs) well picking up on the storyline with the mother I Mm. saw you in another play called Anatomy of a Suicide which is one of my favorite plays of all time I wrote my dissertation on it but in that play trauma is passed down from mother to daughter so when I saw the plot for this I thought oh that's interesting so could you tell me a bit about how you think her mother's life and her being um, hung for witchcraft has affected her on so many deep levels uh, that is a trauma that happened to Johanna Faustus when she was young. She wasn't there when it happened. She wasn't at the scene when she was her mother was hung. But the fact that her mother was a healer and a kind of doctor in her own right at a time when that wasn't, it certainly was not allowed. And there were apothecaries, but her mother was something else. Like she was, there were women who went and were midwives, but they weren't called midwives. And they knew things that could help people to relieve their pain or they just were very wise with with nature they use nature to help other people and especially other women and that was suspicious because any women together in a group was I guess a coven you would call it Uh, so when her mom was hung for that it's kind of it's so normalized that that women witchcraft and women who were deemed as witches were bad and were if you talked about witches or witchcraft or anything like you could be implicated so so people were happy to kind of just go well let's get rid of them and you know um didn't want any responsibility or 
implication because it was so rife, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time, the the suspicion and the paranoia. But I think as far as, like, the trauma of that for Johanna, it's it's huge. Like, she can't stop uh, thinking about it, experiencing it, like, questioning it. And I think her father tried to just eradicate it and just go, we don't talk about that, and we've moved on. Mm -hmm. Because he moves us from Essex to London in the backstory of the play um, when I'm 11. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, to be the witch's daughter, I think, is a massive hex on you. Like, you, you're, you're kind of damned from that moment. And also, there's a kind of thread running through the play of, like, who her father is. And for Johanna, is the devil my father? Like, is my father... Because Barnaby, um, he plays the devil, also plays my father in mm-hmm. it. So there's a kind of subconscious thread of that as well through the play. I think she's trying to find out what that trauma is and trying to understand it and trying to get some justice about it. Um, and she's so clever that she she's so contained in this world where you're not really supposed to talk and or express or your, your thoughts. Um, as a woman, you're supposed to be the servile. You're supposed to serve everybody. So I think she struggles with so much containing her brain and her um, curiosity and her need to rectify what happened to her mum. So you see in lots of plays now, um, a lot of Shakespeare in particular, um, directors are willing to change the genders of characters that are very well known. You've got so many female Hamlets now. There was Maxine Peake's Hamlet that you were in that I absolutely adore. Um, But I think you rarely see... um, gender changes where the character's a very proud person or a very ambitious person. Mm-hmm. And I do think sometimes there is a monopoly on ambition and pride for men. Mm-hmm. So is has that changed with your character? Are you still a very proud Faustus? Um, and how did you tackle that, um, playing an ambitious woman on stage and openly proud about it? Well, I think um, she is very proud and she is very ambitious. She doesn't like she doesn't really stop she doesn't see even when she's like failing she just continues like it's just she's compelled to do it she can't stop it um she can't she's just her brain is keeps going <laughs> um and it's her most precious her most precious thing is her brain um her mind and that is an extraordinary thing to tackle because I just don't think I've had that many parts where the intellect and the ambition and the brain has been at the forefront of a person's needs um, as a woman Um, which is why when we get to play these roles in Shakespeare um, it's great because you get to be on that trajectory rather than the um, wife of or um, daughter princess or you know um there's a whole other freedom to that that um is rarely explored in plays um for many many reasons um but i'm really loving the the um journey of that and the there's a reason chris has written this woman who talks for two hours on a stage like she's given someone me (laughs) that opportunity to explore what that is Um, it's a real privilege Um, it shouldn't be but Mm. it is Um, and very grateful for it 
Um, would you be able to really quickly tell us a bit about the time travel aspect of the play, yeah. which I think is very unique to this production of Faustus? Yeah. So, yeah, she, Faustus, there's a rule that the devil sets up that she's not allowed to go back because Faustus is um, very preoccupied with her mother, like, and her mother's torment and her need to save her mother. And I think the rule that the devil sets up kind of plants in an idea in Faustus. She she would instinctively go back and go to, to let her mother speak more and comfort her and save her. But because the devil sets up that precedent, I think Faustus then turns that trauma into saving humanity. Um, and she then goes on this future... Um, okay, so what the amazing thing about this character is that she always finds a solution. It's the doctor in her, um, it's the scientist in her. There is always a solution, and there is always a possibility to explore the imagination and see what if. And I think that's just a brilliant thing to be able to play because she then goes, Okay, well, I'll turn that into a positive and I'm going to see what I can actually do with that and how I can make things better, make humanity better. She doesn't necessarily win at that and she doesn't, she isn't, she's very flawed, so she's not an angel by any means, but the need for it is there and the, the, um, the, t- the undertaking of the task um, with all of herself is there. And regardless of failing, she just is so stubborn. (laughs) She keeps going. Well, I'm so excited to be seeing this tonight for all of those reasons above. So Faustus is on until the 7th of March at the Birmingham Rep. Jodie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was lovely, lovely talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Interval Theatre. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.